Welcome to the Church for All Nations podcast, streaming live from Tacoma, Washington. We're so excited you joined us today. We hope you're encouraged by this week's message. Yes. Hey, well, good morning, Church for All Nations. We are so, so incredibly excited to be with you today, wherever you're watching from. Uh, This virtual platform has been such a blessing during these past four months to be able to connect in this very unique way in this unique season. But man, you just saw that video and we are gearing up to open up our facility, the doors of our building, our campus this weekend. We are so excited about it. And you already, I don't have to, you know, uh, rehash the entire video, but it's going to look different, obviously. And there's going to be some Um, you know, inconveniences, if you will. But I just want to say first and foremost, thank you for your grace. Thank you for your flexibility. Thank you for your understanding as we're just, we're navigating this season and uh, we're we're learning as we go. We've never done this before. I went to uh, university and they didn't teach me this in my Bible uh, seminary classes. So uh, we're all just trying to figure this out as we go. So I just want to say thank you for your grace and And uh, we're going to kind of take it slow so we can figure out uh, different areas that need improvement. And uh, there's an online, you know, registration that we're going to have to figure out. And so just just bear with us and uh, thank you so much. But we're really, really excited. In fact, I'm I'm actually kind of nervous this morning because we have some of our dream team in the building right now. We're doing kind of like a, I wouldn't call it a soft launch, but we have our dream team here in the house Today we're not just in the in the building, but kind of all over the campus uh, because we're kind of going. We're learning protocols, and so uh, volunteers. I want to say thank you for uh, for being here and and uh, serving. Uh, but I'm kind of nervous because there's people in the auditorium, and I haven't I haven't I haven't I haven't preached in front of human beings in the physical for four months. And so those of you that are out there, just uh, I, I need you just to help me out here because I, I I don't know what's going on, but. But uh, hey, so uh, we're gearing up for this weekend. And let me just say one more time that there's, there's a lot of you that just aren't ready to come back into a physical setting like this. And we, and we want you to know, we totally understand. Uh, just stay right where you're at. You can, you can watch from home. You can still uh, be a part of it. In fact, we're actually going to be investing even more resources and manpower uh, into our online virtual campus is really what we're calling it. Uh, because so many people have been impacted through the internet, through this virtual platform. And so we're not going to shut it down. We're going to actually keep it going and make it even better. So if you're kind of on the, on the fence about coming back, don't worry about it. it doesn't, and and on, on the flip side of that, it doesn't make you like a stronger uh, Christian if you come. All right? There's none of that. We're just, all we're trying to do is accommodate uh, for our entire community. And there's some people that are just wanting to come back. And there's some people that, that are, that are going through a season where they, they, they kind of need to be around other people. I totally understand that. So wherever you're at, you're at on the fence, hey, we love you and we want you to be encouraged. In fact, that's what I want to talk about today for just a couple of minutes here. I want to talk about strength and courage. I want to encourage you. That word means to give one courage. And a couple of weeks ago, we started this series on the life of Joshua, because man, I don't know about you, uh, there's been some moments during this season where I've been kind of, kind of afraid. I've, I've felt weak, and man, I, I, I just, I wanna go to the scriptures and see where I can get strength, 
where I can, where I can um, get courage, right? And what, man, is there anyone better? I mean, there's a lot of great figures throughout Scripture, but Joshua, man, I love it that we chose to talk about Joshua during this season, especially as we kind of, as we're moving back into the building. Man, we're going to need strength. We're going to need courage. And, and not strength and courage on our own might. Not courage that, like we, that we like, you know, conjure up on our own. We need supernatural courage and strength that comes from the Holy Spirit. You know, if you're a follower of Jesus, I don't have to tell you this, but maybe I'll just remind you that the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. And one of his roles is to give you boldness, to give you strength and encouragement. All you got to do is ask. And so I want to talk about that for a couple of minutes here. If you have your Bibles, Joshua chapter one. Now we have been kind of setting up the life of Joshua, if, if you will, because up until this point, Moses has been leading the children of Israel through the wilderness. And so we, 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 we need some foundational components as we move into the actual life and the leadership of Joshua. So we spent some time in Numbers and some time in Exodus, but today, Joshua chapter one, Joshua chapter one. This is what scripture says, and you can follow along with us. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' aid, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people. Now, yeah, I've got it underlined right here. You and all these people, get ready. I love, I love Bishop Jakes. He says, get ready, get ready, get ready. Right? He says, get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I am about to give them. Assignment, all right? Mission. God says, get the people ready. Let me just stop right there. I'll come back to the text here in a second. But just to remind you, uh, last week we talked about uh, the, the, the children of Israel had this opportunity to cross the river and lo and behold, there was some giants in the land. And long story short, due to the giants, uh, the giants scared them off. And that generation of Israel uh, were, was stuck in the wilderness for the next 40 years. And now God is saying, Moses is dead. That generation is over, right? Joshua, you're now my leader. And now here's your mission. He says, get ready to cross the Jordan into the land I'm about to give them. I love, I love that we serve a God of second chances, aren't you? I mean, he didn't have to let him, this next generation into the promised land. But sure enough, God says, hey, I'm a God who sticks to my promises. I promised, your, uh, I, I promised this people so long ago, and I'm going to fulfill it. Verse 3, he says, I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon, and from the great river, the Euphrates, all the Hittite country, to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. For just a couple of minutes here, I want to give you four thoughts on courage that we see at this point in the story that we can all apply to our lives today. Here's the first thought I have, and that is, courage always involves an assignment. Let me, let me say that again. Courage always involves 
in assignment. You could, you could put the word mission next to it. The most courageous acts ever recorded always involved some kind of an assignment. And most of the time, that assignment included opposition. Uh, any any uh, Mission Impossible fans out there? Mission Impossible, you know, I celebrate the entire franchise. I mean, I like, I like every, every one of the Mission Impossible. There's a picture of it right there. Man, I love those movies, man. Whenever I see a trailer for the next one coming out, I'm like, we're going on opening night. You know what I mean? By the way, aren't you kind of excited to get, go back to movies? I mean, I, I, that's another conversation, but man, I miss the movie theater. But man, I love this franchise. Especially, I, I like the one where he somehow, Ethan Hunt, right? There's Tom Cruise. Ethan Hunt, the one where he somehow jumps onto an airplane. You, you, I can't remember which one that is. And the airplane takes off and he's like hanging on the side of the air. I mean, it's just, it's just like the coolest thing ever. I'm like, wow. There's one where he's like, I don't know, he's like suspended uh, up and he's, you know, working on the computer. I mean, it's just, it's just a great movie. You know, I was thinking about those Mission Impossible movies and what makes those movies so much fun and so great is that there's a mission connected to it. And as you watch those movies, man, you're like, man, Ethan Hunt, man, he's, he isn't afraid. Like, he is bold. He's doing some stuff that are just straight up crazy. And the reason why he's able to, fu to, to fulfill what he's been called to do is because there's a mission attached to it. And due to the mission, courage arises, strengths arises. Your mission, Ethan, if you choose to accept it. You know that line? Here's your mission, but if you choose to accept it. And I believe each and every one of us, the Lord's given us assignments, mission. We're called to live life on purpose. And just even the past three and a half, four months, a lot of the conversations that I've had with folks that are struggling with feeling weak or feeling scared is not so much about the actual COVID-19, the actual sickness in and of itself. It's more about they've just been home for weeks and, and they feel like they don't have any purpose. They're not connected to a mission or an assignment. And when you're not connected to a mission or an assignment, you start to get afraid. You start to feel weak. And unfortunately, in this watered-down, weak society that we live in today, too many Christians are backing away from the assignments that the Lord has placed in their heart, thus leaving them discouraged. Discouraged. So God says to Joshua, he says, Moses, my servant, he's dead. You and all these people, here's the, here's the assignment. Here's the mission. Get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land that I'm about to give them. So the way you tap into courage, you must have an assignment. You must live life on mission, on purpose. And when you're living that way, God will give you the courage. He will give you the strength to fulfill those assignments, to fulfill that mission. For those of you who are Christians, the question is, what has God been nudging you about? Every, I mean, you can be a school teacher, you can be a stay-at-home dad, you can be a contractor, you can be, and I'm telling you, those roles don't necessarily fully define us. 
Jesus Christ and what he's called us to do as his disciples is truly what defines us. And, and so today, ask yourself, am I living out the assignments God's called me to? If you're feeling weak, if you're feeling discouraged, ask yourself, Lord, am I doing what you've asked me to do? Because always, courage always involves an assignment. Here's a second thought that I have, and that is courage requires assurance. Courage requires assurance, meaning trusting fully in the Lord. I mean, like, like when you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that the Spirit of God inside of you, that, that He's there, fear has to go, right? Discouragement has to go. When, when, you, can, when you can just close your eyes and know that He's got you, that you're fully trusting in Him, that, you're, that you have full assurance in what He's already told you He's going to do, that you can stand on his promises. When you, when you have that realization and when you stand firm on that, I'm telling you right now, the courage will come. Let's go back to the text, Joshua chapter one. Shoot down to verse five. This is what it says. God says to Joshua, no one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. I mean, that, that, just that one promise right there. I'll take that. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you, and here's a promise, underline that. I will never leave you nor forsake you. That's a promise from God that you can adopt for your own life right now. He is with you in the midst of this pandemic. He is with you when you walk into that doctor's office. He'll, and not only is he, is, he, is he with you, he's not gonna ever leave you. So just, just take a minute and say, thank you, Jesus. Like, you never leave us, you never forsake us. Verse nine, have I not commanded you? Here it is. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Courage requires, requires assurance. It requires trust. Are you fully trusting in God today? Man, I've, I've experienced it in my own life. I've talked with so many believers. I've heard so many stories of valleys of their lives, opposition, sickness. And in the middle of all of that, courage rising, strength coming from something other than themselves, all connected to trusting in God and the assurance that they had. In fact, there's a wonderful lady who comes to this, who attends this church. And I remember a couple years back, uh, she received a, a cancer diagnosis. And man, she's faith, she faithfully tends our noon prayer. And I can remember when her son let me know and, and uh, I met with her and her son and chatted through it. And man, big old smile on her face. And, and uh, I remember her son sending me photos of her you know, getting the chemo treatment, big, smi big smile on her face, Bible on her lap, you know, reading the word while she's in the chemo, the, her hair had come out and there she is. And, you know, I talked to her and I said, man, what, are you afraid? Are, are, you, are you dealing with discouragement? And, eh, pastor, no way. I, I'm, I'm, I'm more encouraged. I'm so full of faith. And the reason why is because I have put all of my trust in God. I know that my God has the power to heal me. 
And if he takes me home, to God be the glory. Now, where does that come from? That comes from a full assurance, full trust in the heavenly father. And he's willing and able and wanting you to feel that in your life. And when you fully trust in who he is and what he said, when you remember the things that he's done for you in your life that you couldn't have done for yourself, I'm telling you, courage, courage will arise. Courage requires assurance. Here's the third thought. That is, courage grows through adherence. That word adherence also means commitment. So as you stay committed, I'm telling you, the courage will grow inside of you. The longer you walk with Jesus on the mountaintops, in the valleys, through opposition, as long as you stay close to him, I'm telling you, courage will rise up. It'll grow inside of you. The strength will come. We, we, we saw this last week when the spies go out to look at the land of Canaan and Caleb and Joshua come back with reports full of faith and and, 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 and courage, and all the other spies were freaking out. What's that all about? I'm telling you, it's all about walking with God and knowing who God was all through the desert, out of Egypt. I'm telling you, Joshua understood who his God was and is. And I'm telling you right now, courage grows through adherence, commitment. Even when you want to quit, don't do it. <laughs> Even when you feel like throwing in the towel, stay focused. Keep your eyes on Jesus and what will happen? Your courage will grow inside of you. I've got a thousand stories, examples of that. But let's go back to the text. Look at this. And I want you to under, underline these promises. I want you to underline these statements that God makes, uh, says to Joshua, ver, verse six, be strong and courageous. The command right there. Stay committed, <laughs> right? Adhere to what I'm saying. Be strong and courageous. He says it once. Because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Look at verse 7. For some reason, he says it again. Be strong. And now he says, be very courageous. Second time. Be careful to obey all the law of my servant, my servant Moses gave you. Now look, underline this one. He says, do not turn from it to the right or to the left that you may be successful wherever you go. Have I not commanded you? And here's a third time. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord, your God, will be with you wherever you go. Friends, I want you to know right now, courage grows through adherence. It grows through commitment. Stay on course. Keep walking with the Lord. You're going to experience opposition in your life. You're going to uh, uh, experience heart, heartache from time to time. But I want you to know, he just promised it, that he would never leave us, he would never forsake us, and he's going to give you the strength to get through it. But not, not yours, his, inside of you. Courage grows through adherence. And here's the last one as the band comes back, and that is courage matures through application. And you can kind of put parentheses right next to it. Application of the word of God. Here's a thought that I have connected to that. Meaning free standing courage isn't enough. It's not enough just to be brave 
and strong and courageous on your own. It's not enough. You need application of the word of God. Or uh, even a, a better word to describe uh, what I'm trying to say here is this word reinforcement. Courage, courage matures through the reinforcement of God's word. And the reinforcement of his word is what stabilizes you. That word reinforcement actually means to strengthen or support an object or substance, especially with additional material. You know, in our church here, Church for All Nations, we've got a lot of builders, you know, a lot of contractors. And, and uh, that's, that's a world that the Lord didn't give me any gifts for. But I'm grateful that I have great brothers and sisters that have that gift. In fact, the last couple of months, several of them have been helping uh, my wife and I on a little project in our house. So it's just been amazing being a wingman for them. They're like, Pastor, grab that and do this. And I'm like, ah, you know, I'm just freaking out. But, but you know, part of the construction process, uh, especially depending where you live in the country, I know it has, it's more important more in the southeast where they get hurricanes and stuff, but is you got to have a strong foundation. That's pretty, pretty self-explanatory. It's pretty important that your foundation is pretty solid. And, you know, part of the foundation uh, requ requires concrete, but it also, it also requires rebar, right? So you get your rebar all placed specifically, and then you, then you pour the concrete in. What's that all about? Well, the concrete's strong in and of itself, is it not? I mean, if you pour concrete, a, a block of concrete, it's pretty solid. But man, what, I'm telling you, the rebar sure helps when the hurricanes show up. <laughs> you know what I mean? My, my, my folks live in South Florida, and their home is like a giant, just giant concrete block. You know what I mean? It's just like the whole thing is just concrete and rebar. Why? Because they have serious storms down there. And when the storms come, man, you're going to need a solid structure if you're going to withstand it. And it's a beautiful picture of you and God's word for your life. I'm telling you right now, it's, it's one thing to be a follower of Jesus. It's, a, it's, it's one thing to open up the scriptures and, and read the word of God. But let me tell you right now, it is worthless for your life unless you're able to actually apply it to what you're doing. It, God's word, I'm telling you, is a reinforcement, right? To everything that you're doing. When you're able to apply the words of Jesus to every area of your life, I'm telling you that when the storms of life come, your spiritual structure will be able to stand. And it's just so important to apply the word of God. I, I just love this one passage of scripture here, and then we're going to pray in a second. Psalm 56, 3 and 4. Here's a perfect reminder of the reinforcement of his word in your life. When you apply it, when you apply this passage right here, I love it. He says, when I'm afraid, I will trust in you. I praise the word of God. I have put my trust in God. I will not be afraid. What can only a man do to me? Another translation says, what can mere mortals do to me? They're dead to me, man. Why? Because I've applied I've allowed the word of God to be a reinforcement to my spirit, man. And I encourage you today, 
Maybe this is the next step in your walk with Jesus where, where you, you believe, you said yes, you're all in, but now it's time to actually apply his word because I'm telling you, you're going to need reinforcement. Some of you, you're, you're walking through the season right now and you feel weak, you feel discouraged. You say, courage, are you kidding? I'm just trying to survive. I'm trying to get through this. I'm telling you, when you begin to apply his promises, his words to your life, supernatural strength just shows up. Courage, and I, you know what? Quite frankly, I wish I could explain how that all works, but I can't. My mind is just too, too finite. But I'm telling you, I have, I have, my wife and I, we've been experiencing this strength, this courage in this season because we've been applying. We've been leaning on the word of God. We've been reminded of everything that he told us. Go back to the text and then we're gonna pray. Verse seven, let me read it again. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful. There's such wisdom in all this. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from the right or to the left. that You may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Come on, talk about it. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Now watch this, this is cool. And I'll close with this one thought and then we're gonna pray. And that is, after you've done all that, then you will be prosperous and successful. I, I don't know if you're like me, but man, I, I don't, I, I'm all about it. I'm, I like the idea of being pr prosperous and successful. Is there anything wrong with the pursuit of prosperity and success? Absolutely not. But it's the way that we pursue it, what truly matters. How, how, do, you, how do you approach this? Prosperity and success? There's a, there's a way to do it. And the word of God sets it up for you and explains it to you. It's when you're applying God's word to your life. Scripture says that when, when we keep it on our lips, you see, when, when you're quoting scripture, when you're, you know, in my men's group, we, we, we read a chapter, we're in the book of Acts right now, and we read it out loud, right? There's just power in that. And then, and then we regurgitate, and we start, and then we take that passage, and then we, we begin to converse with each other. And the conversation that we have is all based on God's word. And what does it do? It, 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 it strengthens our soul. Every morning at eight o'clock, we go, or excuse me, just once a week, Thursday, seven to eight. That hour, man, I might arrive on my Zoom meeting at seven o'clock in a, in, a, in, a, in a bad mood, but I'm smiling, you know, maybe I'm feeling awesome. By eight o'clock, because I took 60 minutes with, with, with uh, 12 other like-minded brothers, and we, we physically read the word of God out loud. And then we began to talk about what does it look like in our life? 801, man, I'm ready to go. I'm like, I'm so full of strength and, and, and courage. I'm just ready to face the day. What's that all about? It's simply just obeying what God's word says. You, you wanna be prosperous? You wanna be successful? You wanna be strong? Do what it just said. Apply every word that comes from the voice of God to your life. And what's fascinating in John 1, 8, the only, this is the only verse in the Bible that not only talks about prosperity and success, but it also gives us a way to obtain it. How do we tap into that? It's through the meditation, the application, the reinforcement of his word. Like the psalmist just said, we've got to stop putting 
all of our faith in men, but rather putting all of our faith in God. It's so important. You want to be courageous as a Jesus follower? Then anchor your soul on his word. Apply it today. Come on, let me pray for you wherever you're at. Maybe today you're sitting in your living room and your kids are running around and, and, and maybe it appears like there's peace in the house. Or maybe you're a mama, you're a dad, you're a grandparent, and you're trying to lead your family, but you're so overwhelmed with discouragement, fear, you feel weak. I want you to know today, I totally get it. <laughs> I totally understand. And today I'm going to pray for you. I just know right now that as we begin to pray, you can even experience the Holy Spirit and his peace right now. And I believe that you'll experience his peace first and then you'll begin to experience his boldness, his strength, beginning to manifest in your life. And so if that's you today, you say, Pastor, pray for me. And I, I, I'm, I'm struggling. I feel weak. Talk about Joshua crossing the Jordan River. That's what we're going to get to next week. Powerful. That, that, part, of, that part of the story is pretty awesome. You, you, you're, you're going to look, want to look forward to that. But today, you say assignment. You say mission. I, I, I don't feel like I... I have that. Would you pray for me in that area? Wherever you're at, just receive this prayer. Lord, right now we just stop. And I've read this passage of Scripture in my life hundreds, if not thousands of times. And it's such a, it's like it's brand new every single time. Lord, we're, we're very aware that the enemy will do whatever he can to discourage us, to make us afraid, He'll do whatever he can to isolate us. And Lord, we've all been locked in our homes for months on end. And Lord, you know the folks that I've spent so much time with over the course of the last four months who are dealing with this area of fear and discouragement and, weak and feeling weak. And God, I just pray right now that you would bring them. Holy Spirit, right now, would you just infiltrate, would you saturate that apartment right now that break room as the earbuds are in and they're watching on a smart device in between a, in between a, a, a work session. God, I just pray, wherever my friend is watching right now, that you would give them peace, that peace would grow into strength. Lord God, that they would be strong and courageous. They would be reassured that you are with them right now as we start this brand new week, Lord God. We don't know what tomorrow holds. In fact, we don't know what this afternoon holds, but we know that you hold us, that you have us. Friend, right now, if you're watching and, and you say, Pastor, I, I want to say yes to this God you're talking about. In fact, I want to make my peace with God. I want to invite God into my life. Right now, you can do that too, my friend. Just say, Lord, come into my life. You know all of the stuff that's going on. You know all about the secrets that nobody else knows. You know my pain. You know those thoughts that I've continued to have for the last 10 years. You know what wakes me up in the middle of the night, the fear that I battle, the addiction issues that I still 
can't seem to get through. God, I just pray right now for you, my friend. Just say, Lord, come into my life. I believe in you, Jesus. I want you to be Lord of my life. I want to walk with you. Holy Spirit, come into my life. I need strength. I need peace. I need healing. I need direction. I need mission. I need assignment. And Lord, I pray for my friend right now who, who is feeling uh, missionless, if you will. God, I pray right now that you would reveal yourself to them like you always do. That's going to require us to get spiritually quieter, to tune into what you're trying to say. So in the name of Jesus right now, have your way in our hearts and our lives. God, I pray as we begin to re reopen our facility, Lord God, I pray that you would keep everybody safe, that there would be peace, that there would be unity, the fact that there would be joy, it would be fun. Bless every one of my friends watching right now. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen, 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 amen. Awesome. Thanks again for joining us. To hear more messages like this one, be sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel. For more content and to connect with us, go to cfan.church.